at uh, chapter 23, beginning at verse 26. As the soldiers led him away, they seized Simon from Cyrene, who was on his way in from the country, and put the cross on him and made him carry it behind, behind Jesus. A large number of people followed him, including women who mourned and wailed for him. Jesus turned and said to them, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Weep for yourselves and for your children. For the time will come when you will say, Blessed are the childless woman, the wombs that never bore, and the breasts that never nursed. Then they will say to the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if people do these things when the tree is green, what will happen when it is dry? Amen. Thanks, Colin. I find uh, art a really beautiful thing. I find uh, when you see something which an artist has spent time uh, preparing that they put a lot of themselves in, it can really speak to us in ways uh, that other things can't. I also love about art that no matter what you see, you're not wrong because art is based a bit on what you see or what stands out to you. And so we're going to be looking at a few different pieces of art around uh, the cross, around Jesus' crucifixion. And I'm actually going to be asking for you guys to give me some of your feedback. I'm going to be asking you to tell me what you see in some of these artworks, what stands out to you, or if there are things that capture your, your view, your imagination, what sort of things... What sort of things do you see in these artworks? So I want the first one, uh, if you can bring that up on the screen behind me. This is uh, a painting uh, done in the, the 15th, 16th century uh, by a Cretan, uh, that's a guy who was born on the island of Crete, uh, an artist, uh, and his name was El Greco. It's called Christ Carrying the Cross. What sort of things do you notice? Long fingers. Way too white. All right. Yep, so he doesn't look like he's expending a great deal of energy. Yes, Grace. He's dressed very well for someone who's about to, uh, to be crucified or perhaps even stripped of their clothes that we read in some of the other passages. Yep. Micah? He's carrying the cross. Yes. He looks alone. That's an interesting, insightful comment there, Ian. Thank you. He looks alone. A crown of thorns. Yeah. Yeah. Looking up. The background alludes to the pain and sadness. It's dark, it's clouded, yeah. These are all wonderful reflections. Doesn't look like he's in much agony, no. No, it's just the same. Yes? He doesn't look particularly exhausted in that. No, you're right. It doesn't, yeah, the Bible says that. That's the thing about art, right? 
uh, art's always going to struggle to capture everyone and every aspect of what we're seeing. But I think we actually have highlighted some things. Interesting, some of the things that we've noticed, actually the artist El Greco himself put into this painting to try and help capture our imagination. Uh, so he's, El Greco has done a number of paintings of Jesus on the cross, and if you look at some of his works, they've often got lots of people around Jesus. It's not just Jesus by himself. There's people around. He kind of includes some of the disciples or the centurion. Uh, sometimes the Jewish leaders are there. But in this one, it's not like a narrative piece that tells a story. This one, El Greco wanted us to see Christ alone with no real discernible background or setting. The image portrays Christ as he bears the cross to his death in a moment of personal contemplation, thereby performing the greatest sacrifice for humanity. The eyes of Christ, as were noted, are raised up to heaven in the painting as he begins this walk towards his crucifixion. It's interesting, early actually in one of the Gospels, it talks about the fact that Jesus starts making his way to Jerusalem. And Jesus knows what's coming. Jesus knows where he's going to head and what's going to happen. And the Bible says that he resolutely set out towards Jerusalem. That's what I love about this. It captures some of that resolution. This is not something that was just thrust upon Jesus unwillingly. Jesus did not go to the cross against his will. Jesus went to the cross for us. He went to the cross in obedience to his Father, as he looks up knowing that this is what the Father's will is. It doesn't mean it was easy or comfortable. We hear about him praying the night before he was crucified, and it's like his sweat was like drops of blood. He was that anxious about what was going to happen. Yet here, his eyes are towards heaven as he resolutely steps into what God has for him to do for us. This is a reflection upon Jesus being an active partner, actively choosing this as an act of love for you and for me. The cross was not something that happened to Jesus by accident. The cross was something that Jesus chose to bear the punishment for our sin, for our shame. The next artwork I want to show you is a little bit different. It's not a painting. It's not even static. It moves. This is an artist uh, from, I believe he's from the Philippines, uh, and he creates his art using sand. And so he's actually going to show you some of the Easter story, some of the story of Good Friday uh, using sand to create these things. But before we see this artwork, before we see this sand art, I'm going to ask Danny to come and read us the next part of the story. And then once she's finished, we'll kick straight into the video. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with him to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there, along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left. 
Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they divided up his clothes by casting lots. To, the people stood watching the, and the rulers even sneered at him. They said, he saved others. Let him save himself if he is God's Messiah and the chosen one. The soldiers came up and mocked him. They offered him wine, vinegar, and said, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was written notice above him which read, this is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who hung there held insults at him. Aren't you the Messiah? Save yourself and save us. But the other criminal rebuked him. Don't you fear God, he said, since you are under the same sentence? We are punished justly for we are getting what our deeds deserve, but this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise.
pretty amazing what people are able to do. I also love hearing the silence as we were all engrossed in that. Were there anything that people particularly noticed or struck by, uh, by that artwork? Yes, Harry? Yeah, how did he make? Yeah, it was very cool. With, like using sand, just sand. It was a board with a light underneath it, and they threw sand on it. And when the sand was there, it created dark bits. And then when he used his fingers and his hands to move it, it created light bits. It's pretty amazing, isn't it? Yeah. Any other thoughts on that? Yeah, the combination of music as well kind of helps bring the mood, yep. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, it gets a bit of that sort of, yeah. You start seeing the story coming together. I find all those sorts of things uh, incredibly clever. Uh, and I'm so glad that the people who are gifted and the ability to be able to do that, to be able to help bring a story to light just through a bit of light and a bit of sand and be able to tell some story, to be able to see what Danny read out to us depicted through this sand, to be able to see that writing above the cross, to be able to see those criminals that were crucified next to Jesus and to have those words still ringing in our ears, friends, friend, tomorrow, today you will be with me in paradise what Jesus, it's why he's doing it. He's doing this for us. That criminal who hung next to Jesus, that's us. That's what we deserve. And he acknowledges that, you know, don't you fear God, we're getting what, the punishment for what we deserve. And here's Jesus who's taken the punishment that we don't. And that's what he's done for you and for me. And I love the way that that captures that. Uh, I'm going to invite Jono now to come and bring us our final reading from Luke 23 for today. Uh, yeah, Luke 23, verses 44 to 49. It was now darkness came over the whole land until three in the afternoon, for the sun stopped shining and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And when he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. When all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place, they beat their breasts and went away. But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. Thanks, Jono. Um, having seen some of the story, seen, seen, having seen of what we have seen, I think actually it would be appropriate for us to, to sing, to sing a song in response which captures some of this, uh, some of this story, Man of Sorrows. Uh, and it captures not just what Jesus done, but why he's done it. So can I invite you to stand as we sing Man of Sorrows?
piece of art in and of itself which just captures Uh, yep, uh, the final artwork I want to show you uh, is actually a sculpture. It's a sculpture which you can find at a cathedral, uh, I believe it's in uh, Indonesia. Uh, it is uh, at a Catholic uh, cathedral there, and it's a, a wire mesh Jesus. Jesus on the cross, but kind of they've used the artist uh, Taisi Sung has used wire and mesh to be able to capture this. What sort of things do people see as they see this artwork? Yeah, stripped of everything, absolutely. There's a rawness to this, isn't there? Heaviness of the posture, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really makes that sort of come to life. The interesting thing about this artwork is that it plays not just on the wire, but actually on the light. So if you actually go to this cathedral, you can do a tour around. They've got lots of different sculptures around the whole cathedral, and they do it. Uh, and if you go at night, the next one, Darren... Uh, shows kind of what this looks like. And actually, the light casts the shadow onto the wall behind it. And on the wall, you then get this image of the face of Jesus and the pain and the anguish that's captured in the light and in the shadows. It says of this artwork that we recall the moment when Jesus was on the cross. We remember the great mercy our Lord has shown to us. Jesus prayed for his persecutors. Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. He gave hope to the penitent thief. Truly I say to you, today you shall be with me in paradise. By dying on the cross for us, Jesus satisfied the requirements for divine justice for us. But he went way beyond justice, obtaining for us an infinite ocean of grace, of his merciful love. How loved we are that we have a God who came to suffer with and for us. That the image of the crucified Christ remind us of the unconditional love of Jesus for all people. Jesus' silent suffering that's, connect, that's produced in this artwork, is intended to draw you into his pain, but also his love for you. And that's what it's about. We, we come together today to remember Jesus' sacrifice. And there's, there's sadness, right? There's sadness and there's pain as we reflect upon the, his experience. As we acknowledge correctly and remember that he experienced that for us because 
of us because of our sin. But you can't, you can't just have the sadness. You can't just have it. It's not, it's Good Friday. What we see in this is not just a horrible, traumatic experience. We see love. We see God's overwhelming love. God demonstrates His love for us in this. While we were sinners, Christ died for us. On the cross, we see sorrow and love together. For us. For you. That's what makes Good Friday good. Our last song for today is uh, When I Survey, and it's got those beautiful words in it, when sorrow and love flowed mingled down. Let's stand and sing When I Survey. <laughs>